Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm back. And Ricardo is also here. I'm here. I'm doing like weird gesticulations as if we're streaming this week, but we're not streaming this week. Yeah, because I got back from Hawaii, and Ethan is missing. Ethan is missing. The hit Super Nintendo, <laughs> fill up the CDI. Sequel, the, se- the sequel to uh, your favorite your Ethan Bros game. Yeah. Ethan is missing. It just turns out that it wants you to learn about France. Yeah. Not as exciting as uh, as you'd hoped it might be. Uh, it's... It's weird because the because the uh, a lot of reused assets too. The plot of Luigi's Mansion is that Mario is Mario's missing. missing. A lot of the Luigi games end up being that Mario's in some sort of trouble. I mean, why else would you turn to Luigi? Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, it's like a horror movie where they have to explain why the cell phones don't work. Yes, or something like that. It's like, well, why wouldn't Mario solve this problem? Well, Mario has to be like the, 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 we have to take Mario out. Of, we have to you show a scene. Mario we have to show a scene where Mario falls on the ground and his screen cracks. Mario, or, Mario, or, or they look at Mario and go, "Oh, there's no service." Mario <laughs> is the Superman. Of the Nintendo Justice League, <laughs> they always have to revolve a plot around why he can't but just do everything immediately. Solve it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he has to, he has to be a baby or missing, um, or that's a, that's the I only mean, reason. I guess, yeah, those those are the only two it. reasons basically. I feel like that's maybe, or inside yeah. or inside of Bowser, and even yes. then, he, and even then, he still saves whoa, the day. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you know that's a that's a that's. That's that's. Oh, sorry. I, did I did I just out Mario publicly? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I was gonna say that's the uh, Ron Jeremy X-rated <laughs> version. Oh, you're right. I do get that one confused. But uh, you know, the plot in that's really good. Actually, a lot of people might 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 turn away from it just on on site. But you know, I'm, very I mean, good, very good writing. Just search on Google <laughs> plot only. <laughs> Let's learn the way. Yeah. <laughs> And you'll see what, what you'll... should we search on Google? Uh, Ron Jeremy Mario. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that'll lead you right to the good stuff. Oh boy! Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So Ethan's missing. Uh, Ricardo, why didn't you host again this week? That's why, the question. Why, everyone's gonna. Why, why didn't you? Why didn't I host again this you, week? You hosted because last week. Which is by, 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 by which I mean, you said the intro. Yeah. Which is basically all the hosting job uh-huh. is on this show. <laughs> I mean, I'm the I'm now moving up on the hosting depth chart. Ethan is now third <laughs> string, and I'm second. The, the order I'm, of asc- the order of ascension should I, the should the host become incapacitated or unable to mm-hmm. fill his fulfill their duty. Yes, I uh, am. I am the. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> the... to, well, well, Ricardo always has to fly on a different plane than me. Okay. Ricardo, Ricardo yes. you, 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 never, you can never fly on the same Indeed. plane as me. Indeed. Um, Indeed. Just in case it's ever, you know, it's ever shot down or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ethan is the designated survivor this week in case the podcast is attacked. He Indeed. is off <laughs> Yeah, right now we are in the same location. Definitely. Which is just a risk but sometimes when you're making these out kind of outreach calls and stuff you need to have you need to see both sides you need to see both the host and the and the second the second host i don't know i was our, there our, our joke is our bit is running thin listen Ricardo, 
Why, we, in, why could we possibly be trying to stretch this intro a little wait, bit longer? Than what, what are you talking about? Stretching? <laughs> this is just our normal bullshit that we start every podcast with. I'm um, making the, the stretching signal. Listen, my, my excuse is that I was away on vacation uh, um, lapping up uh, the, the surf and the Mai Tais and the sea turtles. Uh, so, oh, man. And I didn't have any time to uh, play any of those children's video games uh so what was your excuse this week my excuse is that i'm moving so my there's nothing in much, your room yeah there's nothing currently in my room and so and like most of my time has just been kind of like figuring out all this stuff uh that goes into moving because something they don't tell you uh kids uh when you're in school is that moving sucks like moving <laughs> Is real bad. Like you might have moved when you were a kid, and it was you gotta like go to a whole new school. You get introduced yourself to new friends. Yeah, but like I mean, the actual process was you were just like running around in the back of the truck, or just like bullshitting while the parents had to do all the the work. Eat the pizza that they got. Yeah, eat the pizza once they that came. Drink the beer. I mean, don't drink <laughs> the beer, kids. Um. But yeah, it's awful. Uh, moving is awful. This is the second time in as many years I've had yeah, to do it, say. so it sucks. Uh, hopefully, maybe stick around in this place a little longer next time, but probably That'd be not. nice. That'd be <laughs> nice, but also you never know, because this is Southern California, and places yep. are hard to find, and then when you do find them, then it's like, guess what? You lived here for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Let me raise the rent on you. I was going to say, but not in that that way, in the way of, okay, you want to keep living here? All right. $300 more a month, please. uh, But what if we want to stay here for a full new year? Oh, okay. $250. (laughs) But anyway, that's enough of the current events the current events talk have you seen the have you seen those kanye tweets (laughs) (laughs) topical oh man nope better nobody better be spoiling infinity war for me i tell you (laughs) what um dang that's all i that's all i that's all i got i played the fifth on this 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 podcast spoilers uh, you know about the behind, after the credits scene? Peter Porker, the amazing Spider Ham, dies in, no. the, in Infinity War. No. Yes, yes. Ruined. I know. Sorry. Sorry, guys. They, they, maybe actually, should... they actually don't let you into the theater unless you can name all the Marvel movies that have come out before Infinity War. You must. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like even if you have. Them. I feel like even if you've seen all of them and are a fan of, you're probably in order be, In order of release. You're probably going to. Oh, shit. Then you're really <laughs> fucked. Uh, yeah, I've seen. I actually just saw Black Panther uh, yeah, a couple that good, days ago. That's a good movie. That's really good. Um,. Really cool. Uh, Probably so one of the Marvel movies I've enjoyed the most that I've seen. The recently. only one I haven't seen now at this point is Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but... I've heard that's very good too, and I have not also not seen it. Yeah, yeah, but uh... that one seems like it's less essential to 
Maybe. I feel like current... Thor goes through a fair amount of changes in that movie that Ah, uh, okay, maybe, maybe. That I have I don't know. I don't I mean again up. I haven't seen it. It just I mean he cut his like hair. It's People are gonna people are gonna see him in Infinity War and be like, "What? Like, who is who, that guy? Who is this new character that Chris Hemsworth is playing?" Or no, it's Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth. There's three. I, I of always, like the I four always Chris's. get the Hem- I always get the Hemsworths confused, and then he's also movie. Chris. Yeah, there's also two more Chris's in that. Chris movie Evans is Chris Captain Pratt. America, and Chris Pratt is Star Lord. No Chris Pine though yet. No, yeah, he'll be. We'll get him in there. He's yeah, too busy, I mean, he's too busy doing Star Trek and A Wrinkle in Time. Oh to, yes, to uh, be in the man. The world, I but... wanted that movie to do well, even though I had no interest in seeing it. But uh, it yeah, seems I... like nobody else had an interest in seeing it either. It's a hard movie to pitch. I read that book as a kid, and I remember being real confused after a certain point because it just gets real weird. I just remember um, my brother having to read it, and he like showed me the cover and I was like, what is all this? And he's like, I don't know. The book's confusing. <laughs> yeah. The book's, <laughs> just... the book's pretty confusing for, for a book written for, you know, children, essentially it, it is a kind of confusing multidimensional, uh, kind of thing. It is, it is trippy to a certain, uh, a lot of ways. And then also, that means that the trailer is very weird for that movie, and I feel like it turned off a lot of the just like general audiences who are mm, like, maybe. I'm just I'm hypothesizing here, but maybe like, this is a weird thing. It's and got Oprah in it. I was gonna say, and to be frank, we still live in a in a uh, masculine driven society where boys see a movie where that has like primarily all female cast and are like that's a girl movie yeah unfortunately uh so yeah sad stuff well that's our movie talk here on this video game podcast yeah but um listen um, it's what day is it since since (laughs) april it's april what do you want we haven't played any new games yeah uh so in that case uh how about that god of war I mean, I know I've, you haven't played it, but it what's, looks what's cool. Your, it looks real cool. I'm, I'm kind of tempted. I'm, I'm a huge. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the the three. I know it's not, it's a huge departure from the first three, but uh, yeah, I I love that series. So yeah, I'm, I'm 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 not a huge fan of the first three, but I've also like know that this is not this is a departure from the series. So. I have just been enjoying the memes, the, all the dad memes, all the dad memes. Get all them dad memes. Here he is as Hank Hill. Yeah. Here he is as Goofy from a Goofy movie. The, go- the Goofy from a Goofy movie one, that one was pretty good. Uh, like that one was that one was solid. Yeah. Um, uh, I know Ethan actually, ironically, did get a new game. Um, so that's uh, what that's annoying. He got. I think he are got Punk. Oh, I was gonna Every... say, are we are we saving that for next week? But... No. I know. I wanna. I wanna hear about that because that game. I I looked into that game. It looks pretty dang cool. I think I saw so. like a screen for it and was like, I don't know what this game is, but I saw somebody tweet about it and also here's a screenshot of it. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on to the news. The news. There's a little bit of news going on these days. Uh, let's start off with. Uh, I think this was 2016. Was was Firewatch? Was Firewatch 2016? Oh no, right? gosh, don't. Yes, it was. Right. Yes. 
Yeah, one of I th- I feel like one of because we only just saw a trailer for their new game. Yeah, one of, I feel like recently. one of our well, definitely one of mine. I won't speak for you. One of my favorite games of 2016. I like Firewatch. Uh, their developer Campo Santo just got acquired by Valve. A Valve, little st- a little studio called Valve. Uh, perhaps you heard of them. Uh, uh it's the, called it's the Valve. Called, <laughs> it's called. Uh, the orange box. It's called Gaben. <laughs> it's called Knife Collections. It's, it's uh, little, little guy, maybe you heard of him? He only just invented the computer. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's called the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, Valve <laughs> got, uh, they're like, hey, we don't make games anymore. You make games. Maybe you yes. can make games <laughs> can over you, here. Can you, can, you make, can you make game and say it our game? Yeah, and, like, so basically... This yeah, this 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 brought me to the realization of that like wait a minute, Valve never made games except for Half Life. Like, what about Portal? Was that not Portal? Valve? Portal Portal. So, so this is this is why we got me thinking this is because like yes, technically Valve made Portal. Okay, but they did it by hiring the team of students that made Narbacular Drop, and just okay giving them the resources to make another like game. Left for Dead was by Turtle Rock, and it was already, like, mostly, like, on its way to being done, apparently, or, like, in beta form, mm-hmm. when they bought that off of them. Um, and Dota 2 was a, was a Warcraft a mod. Was a, uh, mod. Warcraft mod. <laughs> Man, you're right! Counter, well, what about Counter-Strike is a Half-Life Counter- mod? Uh, another another what mod. The they fuck? Bought, they made one game! Another, Team Fortress 2 is another mod. <laughs> they made one fucking game! What the hell? Well, technically, they've made, like, three. They made Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2, and the episodes. So, but... Wait, but, they made yeah. three? Have like three confirmed? <laughs> Side scoop. Um, yes, but, now, they, now they've acquired Campo Santo so they can still not make games, but then have their name on things. Yeah, but now... Um, it says they are continuing to make... Um, Valley of the Gods. Valley of the Gods, which is, the, which is their follow-up to Firewatch. Um... Which which we don't know a ton about, but from the trailer, I definitely got it, it was like Firewatch, a spiritual successor. Yeah, it definitely like... gave me that vibe. It, it obviously had more animation because there were two characters in it, so you were mm-hmm. seeing animation as opposed yeah, to just like the like, one guy's uh, hands. It's like Firewatch archaeology. Basically. And Firewatch with a bigger, slightly bigger budget or like yes. more resources applied to I it. I mean, and they definitely will now... Uh... Yes, so that's that's. But uh, now, it, but now we uh, regret to inform you that it will not be coming out until ten years from now. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> As a side effect, that that's the requirement. Mm-hmm. Pretty um, much, it's it's in the contract when they sign it. So, are they still gonna be Campo Santo, or are they just gonna be part of Valve? Are they gonna remain a company but just owned by Valve, or are they? Uh, they're gonna relocate to Valve's headquarters. It says. I so. feel like they're just Valve now. I feel like they're just Valve. Um, they said it will not be a PC exclusive. Gonna oh, good. Released onto consoles as well. So yeah, it, I don't know. Weird. Um, we'll have to see what happens with that. But good for them, I guess. They've probably got a good deal out of that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Additional job security <coughs> as well. Yeah. Until they like. All right, can we make another game? And they're like, we don't make any more games. <laughs> no, you. That was the one game we bought you for. And you, they're you, just you. like, okay, well then I'm leaving. 
Uh, all right. Speaking of leaving, Puzzle Fighter is leaving the Android in the Apple Store because it's done. They're done with it. It didn't last very long. It lasted just five did play, months. Did you play this? Yes, I played quite okay. a bit of it. Did you um, enjoy it? Was I it thought good? it was fun. I think that it was leaned really heavily on the. It leaned very heavily oh, on the kind of play stuff. Didn't yeah, it? on the on the free to play like styling of um of uh, like Clash Royale, where right. Clash where where like you you will win you can win a certain amount of matches like in a set period to get rewards, but then those like rewards run out. And so if you play after that, you're essentially just kind of wait, like, I mean, wasting your time or whatever until you, you know, that timer refreshes and you can, you know, open up your next chest or in this case, uh, Honda's little sushi, uh, restaurant refills with new rewards or whatever. And so it was that situation where I really enjoyed, much like Clash Royale, I really enjoyed playing it, but then I would only be able to play it for, you know, sit down and play it for, you know, maybe like 20 minutes, and then the game just yeah, like, straight up wouldn't really like... let me to play it unless I was going to be pumping money into it. And after pumping money into Clash Royale, I said, no thank you. Yeah. And that's probably all the reason why they were like, we're done! So, yeah. Funny how that works. So, yeah. Um, in-app purchases are already done in the game. They shut them off. As of April 23rd, so uh, everybody's getting 10,000 gems, and... How how much is that in context? It's a lot. lot. It's quite a lot. Uh, And then they're also making characters Regina from Dino Crisis, Dr. Wily from Mega Man, and Ada Wong from Resident Evil uh, are going to be available for free. Otherwise, you would normally have to purchase characters or unlock them if you were very lucky. Uh, and then the Puzzle Fighter soundtrack tr- soundtrack is going to be available on SoundCloud. And then after what? Uh, after July thirty first, the game's just going to be gone. It's just going to be done. The the wow servers are going to be taken like, down. It's not, it's not yes, yeah, so you can't play it. You'll be able to play it at all at that point. No, I mean like there, the there were like daily online. Yeah, there were daily and... challenges each day that you could do um, that were against AI. But other than that, all the stuff was uh, PvP. Like all the all the other stuff was PvP, and you kind of need servers person. for that. Yeah. Have a person versus person. Exactly. So that's kind of sad. I mean, it's kind of weird. The way Capcom so seems a bummer for the like that the game never yeah got the chance to shine past all of its terrible free to play mechanics. I guess they're moving. I think this was Capcom Vancouver. Yeah, they're moving them over to work on the next Dead Rising game. So, I mean, at least they're not necessarily facing layoffs right now. But still, it's kind of yeah. uh, kind of kind of sad. That that's happening. It's weird. Capcom is like so. They're so weird right now because they have such a like a runaway success, and they seem to be making so many correct choices for with Monster Hunter. 
but you know you still have a lot of people who have been burned by Street Fighter Five, and they not haven't necessarily made good on a lot of that stuff. And um, you know, there's just not. And then obviously Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite really tanked, so they're just kind of like in a weird position right now. I feel like where it doesn't necessarily seem like they're doing poorly, but they're just struggling with their identity. Who are they? Right. Who are they? Uh, speaking of who are they, that's not a great transition for this story, but hey, the New York Times was reporting on it. Yeah, I just that was that was the most surprising to me. I was like, because I heard this story, obviously, but then I yeah, clicked so, on the link, and I was like, whoa, it's the New York Times. Yeah, so... Um, so I was actually like, uh, I think like a month ago or maybe a little bit more, was hearing about the initial story yeah, of this. Old. Yeah. Because it started with like the initial claim. Um, someone had like analyzed the footage. Yeah. So, okay. So the bench, essentially, yeah, this is, this is run. Billy, this is Billy Mitchell, a uh, 52 year old man that most probably remember from the, Donkey, King of Kong. Yeah, the the King of Kong, the Donkey Kong like kind of documentary. The Donkeymentary, if you will. The yes, the Donkeymentary. <laughs> Essentially pumping iron for Donkey Kong and Billy Mitchell was the Arnold type character in that in that, <laughs> in that except there was no uh long monologue about ejaculation in that film, <laughs> I don't think. Uh you didn't watch the extended uh, cut. So Billy Mitchell, he's been at this game for a while. Uh, Get it? The game being Donkey Kong. The game being the game being hot sauce, really. If you think uh, about it, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's what he mostly true. goes around. Hot doing sauce magnate at this point. Uh, Billy Mitchell, um, and so it does. It does call him a hot sauce entrepreneur. Well, there you go. On his uh... Uh, so Billy Mitchell. Essentially, the way that he's been continuing to attempt to, you know, in- <laughs> I'm trying to trying to word this in a way that sounds. He's, he's been not trying stupid. to. He's been trying to, in the most politician kind of way, deny the claims without actually yeah. denying that he did the thing. Like it's 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 it. The all cl- of his all of his statements, the claims are basically that like, hey, he had to use Mame or some other type mm-hmm. of emulation to game the game in a way that he would always get the maximum amount of points yes. for each action uh-huh. which the game usually randomly just serves up you know that that is just not all you don't always get points or you don't always do the thing or you don't yeah. always get the maximum number and it mm-hmm. and it was always the maximum number for him um to the extent that it was like way too hard for that yeah. to be just a random chance and so he's um, essentially been uh... and he's like not denied this but also has said it's not it's like it's it's like one of those class. I guess it's kind of politiciany of like many claims that are being made about me are false. Oh, which claims? This is just a. I am upset with this whole situation. Yeah. So oh, he is like, what's wrong? He's essentially been defrocked by Twin Galaxies, and I think another Guinness Book, the Guinness Book of World Records also Guinness Book of World Records, out. and I maybe not another um basically score attack website like score record keeping website yeah uh, and there's been several uh, uh investigations that have gone into this mm-hmm. it's funny i think like in his initial claims he was like he was like i don't i don't use mame 
I don't even have MAME at my house. Like, I don't know what that is or whatever. Yeah, that's and it's just like, thing. And, it's, and then, like, everybody who is familiar is like, dude, like, everybody uses MAME. Like, nobody uses it in the fashion that you're, like, that it's being shown because it's obviously fraudulent, but, like, everybody uses it for different elements. Like, and everyone knows what it is. Like, don't act like you don't know what this yeah. is. Uh, but yeah, that's, this is just a bizarre story. Like, at what point Um, do you just, like, are like, man, I'm good. I don't need to be the best at this game anymore. I think this is, like, the thing he has. Like, everything about what what I've heard. No, but everything that I've heard about him is that, like, he really digs being the guy from King of Kong, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And the hot sauce is, like, his daily... But he can still be the guy from King of Kong, man. Nobody's gonna ever take that away from him. Now he's the disgraced guy from King of Kong. You're right, but he did that to himself. Yeah, no, I agree. Don't get me wrong, but, like, a liar who's caught in his lie, very rarely do they say, oh, my bad, I lied. Like, I mean, there's other people I can True. point to publicly <laughs> that maybe Yeah, you're you could, right. Maybe you could look at it and go, wow, it sure seems like they're lying. They, 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 I don't know why they act like they're so guilty of this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why they're not saying they're not, but okay. Um, yeah, it is funny how much this has been kicked up a fuss or whatever. Yeah, so the Guinness Book of World Records throughout his, um, performance um what's interesting here is that this article actually goes and interviews some other people who are like yeah this has been a thing for a while like people have thought this is shady for a while nobody wanted to stand up to billy though yeah it's interesting um yeah there's some quote here from dr hank chen um who's a plastic surgeon in new york and also earned a record-breaking knocking on scores yeah. Uh, the, it says, says, although the direct accusation is that Billy did not play on original hardware, the real accusation is that the games are entirely fabricated. Which is more so the point. It's not so that he used MAME, yes or no, which I'm sure would invalidate the score cynically, but, like, it's less of did you use an emulator and more of did you, like, alter the way the game mm. works thingy. There you go. So that's that's Donkey Kong drama. I, I have a confession. I've never seen King of Kong. I, I've never have either. I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen I've seen indie game the movie, so I've seen uh, the other big documentary that everyone knows from, about video games. I haven't seen indie game the movie. Indie game the movie is good. I think it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know. I'm I feel not sure if it is my my, pro- my problem with that movie is just I feel like a lot of those guys in that movie yes are, are now kinda, revealed. To are be... you kind of douches? They reveal. Yeah. That I mean, I think that's the thing in King of Kong, King of Kong too. Is that like I don't think Billy Mitchell's necessarily like he's like the heel in that mm-hmm. movie, like hardcore. Yeah. Um, but like Jonathan Blow and Phil Fish and stuff, like you're supposed to like be rooting for them in Indie Game the movie, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, like I think the more so the Binding of Isaac or no, the the um, the Meat Boy guys, the kind of like rooting for people, mm-hmm. and maybe Phil Fish a little bit too. Those um, guys are all right, right? Or I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I feel you like never they've know. said. I feel like they haven't had like the same kind of breakdowns that the 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 other two ones have, but I feel like they've done and said some stupid things or problematic things at some point. Oh, probably. Who um, knows? Yeah, it's an interesting uh, the the movie. I think does a good job of like, it, well, obviously it's telling things from their perspective, one hundred percent. 
it, it's not necessarily it doesn't leave I didn't leave the movie going like well man those guys are all the coolest people ever mm-hmm. who like I want to be just like you know what I mean mm-hmm. it kind of get the impression that like making games is just really hard and really stressful and sometimes a little dramatic and just a little makes you want to pull your hair out kind of situation mm-hmm. especially if you're making a game completely by yourself with no money um so that I feel like seems accurate to life from what I know fair enough um speaking of people in the games media making big asses of themselves uh <laughs> Let's take it over to David Cage. Oh what God. what dumb thing has he said in an interview this time, Ricardo? What goofy what goofy joke has he well, what, what dumb thing has he put into his game? He but... hasn't done that so much as that hey, uh Remember all those reports about Yeah how all... there was workplace violations? Basically there was a French uh there were uh actually I think it was a, a group of French media outlets working together to basically unvi- like reveal kind of throw the the covers off of uh a pretty toxic work environment over at Quantic Dreams. Yes, for like multiple types of toxicity. Yeah. Um and... specifically like sexism and being a big part of it, but also like the actions of the owner uh one one of the founders, not David Cage himself, but somebody else and then David Cage's kind of not great you know treatment of his employees and yeah uh several things so guess what the only thing to do to prove that you weren't guilty of any of those accusations you're gonna sue the journalists yeah responsible the funny thing is that and i mean this is a hilarious story no it's not but uh the funny thing about this is that uh kotaku reports on it and they said they came about the information uh in an odd way essentially let's see what happened this says quote this is who from from kotaku reporting this is jason schreier well-known kotaku good work uh he said we learned about this unusual lawsuit in an unusual fashion i happened to be in paris last week doing press for the upcoming french version of my first book, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. At one point, I was scheduled to meet with Le Mans journalist William and Oduro. Oduro? I'm sorry, I'm terrible at French. Uh, whose name I remembered from an explosive article in January reporting allegations of sexist jokes, extensive crunch, and racist comments at Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream denied the reports. I was looking forward to talking to him. But on Wednesday, my publisher told me that he was going to have to reschedule. He's caught up in court, they said. Court? I asked, trying to put the pieces together. Does this have something to do with Quantic Dream? My publisher didn't know the answer, but Kotaku's senior reporter, Cecilia D'Anastasio, had a preview appointment for Detroit in New York City on Thursday. Cage would be there. When she asked him what happened after the Le Monde article came out, Sony's PR handler shut questions down, but not before Cage let one piece of information slip. We're suing their journalists, he said. 
<laughs> great. Which I'm is, sure that's exactly what the PR guy did not yeah, want, want to let ha- have no. that be said. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna shut this down immediately. We're gonna cut this off before anything bad happens. We're suing like, them, you know. That's exactly what I didn't want. Just me as a PR guy. And so that's exactly what I didn't want to happen. And so the article goes on to talk about how the different journalists they spoke with, like, received essentially. Uh, you know, threats of legal action sent towards them for, but, uh, wrote, so, uh, yeah, in an email, Canard PC's God told me that the sued publications will now have to demonstrate that they handled the story with fairness and good faith. They will have to show the judge that they reached out to all parties involved, offered those parties perspectives, and used the appropriate caution while reporting this story. So essentially... They have to, I guess, to show. Yeah, the, that they the, get the interesting like Quantic Dream. And, and I don't know the specifics. The I don't know the specifics here. Um, uh, in terms of the, the French media yeah, and things like say, that, but I, I do know, know that they're... European media is different in a lot of ways to American media. That oftentimes it is the media that has the burden of proof placed on it. Um, whereas in the American legal system, uh, a, the, the, um, the plaintiff must say, Hey, this piece damaged me in this way. It was false in this way. Mm -hmm. And they knew it was false and still printed it this way. Whereas like in a lot of the European courts, and I think this is the case again, I'm not, I do not know for certain, but it sounds like due to this story, it is the case in France that, um, that it is the media that must prove the the newspaper must prove that they did X Y Z and didn't publish the bad story. So the burden of proof is on the opposite, which end of the is spectrum, crazy. So. Yeah, which to me, which from our perspective, I think like culturally and with our history of the press here in the United States, feels like completely backwards. But, um, but I guess that's just the way it is. I I would I would imagine and hope that these uh these uh periodicals have the kind of legal stance to to have shown their work and and uh, have that uh taken you know all neatly uh documented hopefully mm-hmm. so that they 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 know that that could be a possibility um but yeah that seems that seems uh <laughs> my favorite part of the story is honestly just David Cage David Cage is just yeah being David Cage you're suing them. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> that just seems like the worst. Like, if I'm, like, I'm glad he said that for, like, our knowledge is, but, like, if I was the PR guy, I'd be yeah, like, just immediately, dude, immediately like, do the Why the do you think I cut off the questions? Face palm. I, uh, my job is to not make you look like a huge asshole, and then you went and did it anyway. Um. Uh. So, last couple of news stories here. A couple of departures. Uh, ben Brody from Blizzard, who's probably best known for his direction on Hearthstone. He's actually much like uh, oh, who is it? Jeff Kaplan. Who is it for? Yes, uh, Jeff Kaplan for yeah Overwatch. for Overwatch. He's kind of he's the like, actual like the face. Guy. Yeah, face of like, hey, when we're talking about balance, like things and new expansions he's the guy that comes out and talks he's leaving he's out of there 
yeah. on to a new non-Blizzard yeah. uh, venture, it sounds like. Yeah, let's see. In a post on Battle... This is Polygon reporting. In a post on Battle.net forums, Brody wrote of his pride in Hearthstone. Let's see. People tell me that Hearthstone brought their family closer together or that they became close friends with people they met. Others tell me they were inspired by Hearthstone to become a game developer. It's incredible to be a part of something that touches so many lives. Or so many people, rather. Uh, he looks like he's uncertain on what they're what he's doing next. He says he's starting a new company and that they'll probably make games, but they haven't figured anything else out yet. He's looking forward to designing, programming, and actually creating things again. So it probably just sounds like he maybe was feeling a little stagnant in his role as in his big picture role yeah, on top of a want to get back, tower. Want to get back down to the to the nitty gritty, doing the work he loves. Yeah, so that's that's cool. That's best cool. of luck to him. And I'm sure Hearthstone will be fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that game kind. I'm sure that game kind of runs itself. Probably, uh, you know what I mean. And, to a certain extent. And uh, secondly. Uh, Nintendo president uh, Tatsumi Kimishima is uh, stepping down at the end of June. Uh, yes, uh, Grumpy Grandpa, as we remember him <laughs> at, when, when, <laughs> when when he would he, appear. When he, when, yeah, when, I was gonna say I was like, this guy hasn't uh, like like other than the announcement of when he got selected, and everyone was like, that guy looks way too angry to be the Nintendo. Pr- president <laughs> because it's a requirement because it's a requirement damn it that you be jolly and inviting look at miyamoto look at iwata uh look at um ayanuma you must you must be available up here on a video and then be turned into a puppet yes that is that is the rules for being nintendo president and it's like oh wait they actually run a company that's a real business <laughs> that's not that's that's not what the new nintendo president is all about <laughs> Um, uh, so he's retired. He's just straight up retiring. Yeah, he's like sixty-eight. He's I mean, old. He was old when sense. they gave him the job. So, uh, um, so he's gonna be taken over by the head of marketing, right? Shuntaro uh, Furukawa. Yes. Who is? Yeah, global marketing. Global marketing global market. department. Let me see. Oh. I clicked on his name, thinking it would show me a picture of him. It does took not show the, a picture of. Took him. me to his Bloomberg account. <laughs> So I'm just gonna go back. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do a search uh, for him. Oh, he, um, um, yeah, he looks, he looks like, <laughs> he looks kind of like Miyamoto's brother. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, um, yeah, they say he is like uh, he's got he's got a very similar hairstyle, but he has glasses instead of the no glasses. Yeah, look. he he uh, is for he's only forty six. As opposed to sixty-eight, which was boom, younger blood. There, it's gonna be. They got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess they said uh, Awada assumed the the job uh, when he was forty-three, and but of course died when he was just fifty-five. Yeah. Um, See, Kimishima's Polygon goes on to report Kimishima's time in office, while much shorter than that of Iwata or previous president Hiroshi Yamauchi, will also be remembered fondly for its successes. Nintendo Switch launched 18 months after Kimishima. Man, right right place, right time for that one. I was going (laughs) to say, like, I I feel like Kimishima isn't really to credit for much of the stuff that is. 
I mean, like he only was in he 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 held the office for three years, right? So it's not exactly like he was like, all right, I got all these ideas, I gotta get out, guys. Before, <laughs> before I peace, he just he walks in just with a fucking uh, a Wii U gamepad. He's like and a bunch of just... and a bunch of card and a bunch of cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of cardboard. He's like, boom, drop everything. Whatever you guys are doing, guys. <laughs> He's like, watch this shit. And he takes the Wii U game. He takes the Wii U gamepad and he walks out of the building and he's just like, this shit doesn't work. What if this <laughs> shit it, worked? But I was over here. And they're like, we can't hear you. The, 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 the windows don't open. And he's like, I'll come back inside and I'll tell you what I was saying. Somebody FaceTime me. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, it, it seems like his. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was basically just like stewarding it until they found someone, yeah, that would suitable to kind of take over. Like he was, they were just kind of needed someone who wasn't gonna set everything on fire, you know, and just kind of keep it, the train going until they found somebody that was uh, that was solid. This guy looks like this guy definitely does look like. <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> he's got like a similar hair. The hair is yeah, the hairstyle like, that like 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 divide in the middle part, like longish to like the you know just below the ears. Please understand. Um, I am not a so wise I I don't know, <laughs> uh, but you know, but you notice too that Nintendo has pivoted in a lot of their directs away from that exec team as a whole. Like Ayanuma and Miyamoto showing up way less. Mm-hmm. And much more of these young people, like the yeah, Splatoon announcement I, and all I forget stuff. Who like, the, I forget who, like, the main guy who does, like, the presentations is now. Get, I'm not sure they have, like, one main guy. That's like, I, I feel like the whole, like, Switch announcement, there was, like, a guy who was sort of, like, a They had, like, like a, a team. Through, they like, had, like, several people. Yeah, I, I suppose. Red, um, just, all I, just, I just need Reggie. That's all I need. I just your need body him. is ready. My body is ready. <laughs> these games are great! Play <laughs> the game. My favorite was still the 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 whole skit where he was stepping down and then had the kid <laughs> had the kid run his <laughs> position essentially while he trained for the Nintendo World Championships because they're like Reggie, you can't enter. You work for Nintendo. He's like, that's why I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then like they show him playing. <laughs> Like a virtual boy, and he just yells while it's like heads in the game. These games are great. <laughs> <laughs> like they knew exactly what they were doing with those dumb things. Yeah. I want to um, say, I want to say. Also, um, can you believe? Can you believe the freaking Reggie? Like, I always, this always. Every time I remember this, it blows my mind. Like, he used to run Pizza Hut. Like they used to run like a bunch of like big like his like my wife and I were talking about his history of uh of. Of like what he's like what he's done mm-hmm. at, at Ever's like he's a professional executive like he's just been executives <laughs> in every job that he's done he's like run marketing departments and run like see like been vice president of things and I mean he's good at whatever it is he does yeah no for sure like, uh, like <laughs> he's just he's got that like he's just got that like uh, kind of like sterile-ish voice. That still kind of comes off weirdly, like conversationally, when it's like still yeah. obviously very scripted and it, it stuff. Just, it, yeah, it, his voice never sounds real. Like yeah. <laughs> it always sounds like he's talking, like he's reading up a script. Yeah, Procter and Gamble, 
And then he was the national director of marketing at Pizza Hut. And then Nintendo after that? Or... Uh, and then he was at Guinness, the um, the beer company. Oh, wow. Um, Here at Guinness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My body is ready <laughs> for more Guinness. He's ready. <laughs> the glass, this is how you properly pour a Guinness. Drink the beer. <laughs> he's, he's, he's drinking one of their, one of their, like, seasonal off-brand ones. These beers are great! <laughs> oh, um, so, so he joined, and then he was the, at the Panda Management Co., which is a Chinese food company. Okay. Then he was on VH1 as senior vice president. Oh my! What? So he's, oh, what? he's just been so he's just been like marketing president, senior vice president, senior vice president, vice president, and then he, now he's vice president of Nintendo America. I mean, okay. So. Damn, man! What a res! What a resume! Yeah, I'm gonna be Reggie. Uh, uh, also, American. Uh, he's the first American to be president of uh, Nintendo of America. That's that is very interesting. Wikipedia facts—they're great and they're always correct, so I'd read them. I mean, these days you can corroborate most of the. Yeah, yeah, you're probably fine. It's probably let's move on. Let's, move, let's move on to trailer track. Trailer track, Dango, God, where's he to get it done? My favorite part is that you always bring the microphone closer and shout. <laughs> You gotta like channel. Just the... uh, you gotta you gotta get in the yeah. It's just like a voice actor. You gotta like, you're not you're not just making the sounds. You are fully yeah. you are fully becoming. Yeah, Funimation, get at me. <laughs> you could do some great work for them. Yeah, what is let's it? Hear your, let's hear your mondo cool or like we, that's 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 like a standard on the. On the <laughs> let's on, see how on you really tryouts. Mondo cool. <laughs> uh. <laughs> are you a ground kind of guy? We need to hear. Are you? Where would you rather fight, air <laughs> or ground? Depending on how you answer. And that's, answer that's a... why, ground? Yeah. I'm a ground kind of guy. <laughs> if that's all right with you, of course. <laughs> I, uh, I showed Matt recently the Dragon Ball Super clip of uh, of <laughs> yes. Goku not understanding what a kiss was. Uh, and. And so, yeah, so basically, Trunks kisses his love interest, and he, sa- and he says, Wow, Trunks! Why'd you put you your, put mouth, your on mouth on hers! That's so weird! <laughs> and then, Vegeta goes, Kakarot, don't tell me you've never kissed anyone before! And he's like, No, no is that why? Is like, that something that people do? And he's like, You're married and have children! <laughs> he's like, What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> Which again, just re- to reiterate, that brings up all kinds of upsetting like sensibilities of either a possibly well no because no because Gohan would have to be his kid yeah and so does Go so is Gotenks okay Gotenks so Goten, is, Goten also has to Goten, be yeah. yeah Goten would have to also be his kid <laughs> but then. Is, are we dealing with again like it's some <laughs> kind of no, like artificial a bench, insemination a bedsheet <laughs> between yeah like what is happening here is, is Chi Chi getting him drunk to oh, like trick him into this man Chi Chi's gonna be revealed several seasons 
later that she was one of the true villains all along. Oh. <laughs> just ups- all right, moving on. Just trailer trash. Let's uh, trailer the trash. The legend of cool. <laughs> the legend. Is that, that's how you read it on the on the. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing that they didn't realize when they brought you onto the Funimation uh, um, uh, tryouts uh, uh, interview is that you only do the. I the, can the, only the, do the, Mater. The Mater voice. Mater, not even Larry the Cable Guy, just <laughs> his Mater. Legend of Bumbo. This is a weird trailer. It is a weird trailer in that because, it because is... that the art style is exactly like Binding of Isaac, and the plot is a little like Binding of Isaac. Uh, like, yeah, like definitely the setup. Small deformed child thing is... goes down goes down a hole. Goes down a hole and because... fights weird monsters. Yeah. And there's like poop and and like coins that are shaped. All the art. Looks literally like it is from Binding of Isaac, except for when you get to the actual gameplay, it, it's like weird cardboard yeah. cutouts. So it's like drawn. The the Binding of Isaac drawings have been printed on the cardboard cutouts, and now it's a 3D game yeah. and with it, 3D cardboard. Yeah, cutouts. and instead of being a, a top-down shooter, yes. this is a the Legend of Zelda map. It is yeah. now a puzzle ma- like. Match four? Yeah, like a puzzle, like, like kind of like a puzzle and dragons maybe style game where it's like you're matching things up to gain items that you can then use to attack targets, it seems. With the Legend of Zelda style map. It looks weird because like it has like this whole new name, all these new characters, like the new character, like it's a new character, mm-hmm. but, but yet it, it just looks so similar. Like why didn't, he draws. Why didn't they draw some new art? I don't. Is this? Is, we don't actually. We never actually established it has where this to. is from. It, well, because it, like, at the end, it has there's the mom the, foot. Yeah. foot. the mom foot. The veiny. The veiny mom leg. Which, which is like. Which I never saw because I never beat that game. Um. Right. Like it. Like it can't. It would be like copyright infringing. Like it's the. It's it the exact to. art. Like so, it has to be. Yeah, from the Binding of Isaac. Okay. So, oh, Bumbo is in Binding of Isaac. So this is well, literally a spinoff game. What? Who, I think, who I think was he? he? I, I'm guessing he. You could unlock multiple characters in Binding of Isaac. So, um, um, uh, apparently, it, uh, I think this is from the website. Uh, the it's being developed by myself and James Id. But I don't know who that is, but it's somebody else. Um, and it has a lot of ties to the Binding of Isaac. I like to call it a prequel. But what I mean is that the outside of the obvious themes isn't something I can really explain without spoiling too much. So if you really enjoyed Isaac and also like turn-based combat and puzzle games, The Legend of Bobo, uh, Bumbo should uh, be right up your alley. What he said. Yeah, weird. Weird. Indeed. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm not sure I really liked the Binding of Isaac art style, so the bummer is that this is, like, literally the same... Like, it has some of the same enemies mm-hmm. and everything. Like, it has the poop, it has the flies, it has the things I wasn't really a big fan of in the Binding of Isaac, even yeah. if I liked the gameplay. I, I dug it to a certain degree, but it was definitely, um... I think it's an acquired taste. Like, I it's it's weird, like, in the Binding of Isaac, like, to an extent, it... 
the the art is simplistic enough even though it is like a lot of kind of kind of disturbing imagery it's at least minimalistic enough that it kind of can just get out of your way and you can you know just enjoy the gameplay for what it is but um but yeah this is uh an interesting take in that like you're right man they don't really uh it's not really besides the fact that they've taken it to 3D in the way yeah. that it is. It's not. Like, it's it, pretty it, much. It's exactly hard to explain. The same it's like style. a big departure and not at the same time. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred to see something just kind of totally new. I mean, this 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 mechanic and and the the cardboard box theme I think is neat. I would love to see that with not the exact same art assets and with a couple new ones kind of thing. Oh well, you're right. You're right. Oh well. Not a big deal. Uh, hey, you know what? Range Brigade. Looks pretty dope is this game, Strange Brigade. So yeah. this is kind of like a 19, I guess what, like 19... 20s, 20s 1930s, like, like adventure, adventure serial. Style. It's Indiana Jones yeah. Yeah, like a style, but with, with way more uh, with way, way more supernatural stuff than, than yeah, Indiana yeah, yeah. Jones. So basically there's, you know, this mummy, loose in Egypt, uh, you got called... The call, evil mummy is loose in Egypt. Yes, called the Strange Brigade, which is a group of four adventurers that are going to go in and they're just going to fuck shit up. And, so, and steal a bunch of gold. And, and, and steal uh, treasure. So yeah. uh, the the way this looks, the thing is, is this is uh, the story trailer, so it's not very f- super focused on the gameplay, so I, it was kind of hard they to do, tell. Yeah, it's not... Like it, it's not clear exactly mm-hmm. it def- how you're gonna play this. It definitely looks like it could be a uh, like a Left, Left 4 Dead, Dead style Vermintide game, yeah. style game um, but I'm still not sure. For- it's not sure. Yeah, I mean, and I don't even necessarily mean by that like a first person game, but I think I definitely felt like like it's uh, four characters, four characters working together. I feel like to get it through seems, It seems like the sort of game that even if. And again, I don't know this from the trailer, but like, even if you don't bring four players, you'll have four characters, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Would be like that, that. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on, like more so than like a Left 4 Dead game, where it's just like get to the end, shoot, hear these guns. Uh, it was like you got magic, you got traps, you got puzzles, you got uh, you know, like different zombies and giant monsters and hordes and big scary mans mm-hmm. and treasure chests and you know boulders coming down at you so there's a, I, the, the the theme is cool um if um if a little i haven't seen that too many video games do it but it definitely is a little bit overdone yeah i mean um, it's in certain areas but uh it, it seems like you got a lot of opportunity for creative game you know level design mm-hmm. with it at least so yeah. that seems neat uh, i i thought it looked neat i, I thought, thought it looked, looked really cool. neat uh yeah eastward here we have a top down 2d uh, style game. It looks kind of, I guess, kind of Legend of Zelda sort of. Like, I mean, it's top down. There looked like there was some melee combat going on. Yeah, it uh, reminds me a lot of um, Read Only Memories, um, and like Owlboy. Even though those are, <laughs> Owlboy's not top down. No, but, but like, the, the like animation. Yeah, heavy animation yeah. indie RPGs with a lot of detail in the backgrounds. Kind of like and, the- like character characters <coughs> yeah. kind of earthbound i'd say earthbound probably is earthbound. probably but like in that art style which is like i don't yeah, know how to like this, how to describe it like kind of like 
like dense ba- pixel yeah, art. Or, like, yeah, like bouncy pixels with a lot yes, of like, like shading and lots going of on. smooth, like not just like four frames of animation. Yeah, 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 like, yeah A yeah. lot of frames of animation for like for I remember action. one of the earlier games that did that uh, was the Scott Pilgrim game. I remember. Yeah. That game was pretty good. That was Although, a fun game. I don't like beat-em-ups that much, so I never got very far in it. Oh, really? I beat it a couple of times. Yeah, it's uh, a, I wanted to play more of it, but I was just like, all right, this level is beating up, beating up more dudes. True. Uh, but yeah, Eastward looked cool. Um, the only thing this game didn't show a ton of was like the story. Hmm. Or the trailer should I say. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a girl, a girl and, you're, and then there's a, and there's a guy, dude. and they're like helping out each other. Yeah. They're escorting each other. I don't really look, know what. Look very. Uh, I mean, the dude was kind of wearing like a, kind of like a survival vest. Like yeah, he orange, looks like, like a. Po- he looks like a. She looks like an anime girl. Yeah, and he looks like someone from Portland, <laughs> <laughs> or from a post-apocalyptic thing. Because like this game has a lot of like ruined. It's actually very colorful, which I enjoy. But it has a lot of like ruined cities yeah. and like. It seems like it might be set in a post-apocalypse if they if they even bother to address it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, and the music is very bright and cheery. Um, yeah, the art is really good. Just lots of like lighting and it's not one of those pixel games that just looks like it's trying to emulate like the SNES or the the Nintendo. It's it's it looks like it's clearly going for something that you could never do mm-hmm. unless you had a you know a more modern. Um, device because it's got lighting and shadows and and flare and and like way more pixels on screen than you could normally have so it looks neat i don't really know much about it yet other than it looks pretty cool and that music was catchy and good yeah uh yeah pretty pretty uh solid week of trailers this week because the next one too looked uh pretty interesting assemblance oversight uh, True, and I forgot the name of this one. This <laughs> I was like, this was a. This looks like a very kind of. Uh, I don't know what the how you would describe it, but like very so- heavy sci-fi involved with like memory manipulation and yeah. stuff like that. There's like a lot this of. This reminded me of that other game that we watched trailers for like a couple months ago. Um, ooh, what was it? Like it was like a revenge. It had a weird name. The name was not what the like never what I remember. thought of. It, ah, I'm annoyed. All right, yeah, forget it. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'll try to look it up, but keep talking about this one. Yeah. Um. So like, there's a lot of cool like shifting of scenes from like, you know, very uh, you know, very futuristic looking sci-fi areas to deserts to like mountainous forest areas and stuff, and like. There was a narration going on. I can't exactly remember what exactly it was. It was talking all about, about how we used cryptic. the machine at first to get the memories, and then it, the memories went bad, and then we started going deeper, and then the memories became their own. Is was like okay, and now I'm going to show you what happened. This, and now we're going to see a bunch of trippy things happen. Like you're walking through a field, and then it's a desert, and then it's like a dark room, and then. A door is opening, but that's not the way out that it should have been. It's like, oh no, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> this this is not good. We've. Um, I just want to know if you think that maybe humans were. Uh, probably. I'd guess so. They probably are. That right? sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, that looked really cool, and then we had. 
the trailer for Sonic Mania Plus because Sega was like, hey, uh, this game did really this good game for us. Did better than better than our normal game. Yeah, let's okay. go ahead and just release some more stuff for it. So there's going to be some new characters and some new stuff. And this uh, trailer was done in the kind of cool 2D uh, or I guess traditional animation style that I think the initial trailer, and I think it's the opening cinematic of the game, was done. Uh, introduces Mighty, the Armadillo, and yes. Ray. I'm going to guess he's a flying, flying squirrel. squirrel. Um, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm almost certain. And and I can't remember. Do you know if Ray is an existing Sonic character? I have never seen him. Uh, I feel, like I've, seen, I feel Mighty, like I've seen I, Mighty before. I know Mighty has been in games before. Um gonna be in the cancelled game Knuckles Chaotix mm. Sonic the Fighters and maybe one, something like that he's not been in very much I know that much he's not been in very many games but is a real character hey. and they all have different abilities um, yeah. Ray's got this cool like Mario cape style flying maneuver yeah yeah um, it looks really and, neat uh, and then Mighty seems to have like a ground pound yeah which style. can like break Spikes too, which which brings me back to a thesis that I've had for a while: is that Sonic is actually the weakest Sonic character. He can go because they, they can all run fast. Well, he goes like really fast. Yeah, but they can fly. Like almost all of them can fly. <laughs> but he can do the spin dash. I think actually Tails can do the spin dash too, and so can Knuckles. I think as well. They might have given him something. He can go supersonic. <laughs> okay. That's true. There you go. That's that's Mondo cool. Hmm? <laughs> the I'm, legends are true. I'm chewing on ice. Yeah, it's a bad time a, to chew on ice. Yeah, thing you'll be doing. <laughs> nice, nice job. I'll carry it onward. Eleven, eleven, memories retold. Um, this is gonna I be. I feel like a... I feel like memory. I feel like memories retold is not a great name, but I feel like eleven, eleven is. It, you can't. It's hard to stand on its own. Yeah. Uh, um, but Memories Retold sounds very generic. This game interests us in several ways. One, it's about World War One. Yeah. Which not many games are about. Um, uh-huh. and it, although we've had, we've had a recent uptick in the number of games that are about World War One. Uh, well, because again, like, and as this trailer is, is, uh, want to show you, uh, it was a very, like, it was a very somber war. It was a very, like, it was a kind was, of mankind. It, was it wasn't man- a. It wasn't a fun war. It was mankind's it was realization wars. of like Jesus, like we could do this uh, terrible stuff to each we other could, we, over. We could kill it. And it was like again, it was like very much a like. There's no clear good side and bad side here. Yeah, you know, over just completely arbitrary political machinations. Some archduke got killed. Then a bunch of countries got mad and called for their allies. So I guess yeah, we had at the, the fight. same time. Uh, I was uh, a sidetrack here. The the like like re um, there's a bit of uh, I think it was a bit of hardcore history the podcast mm-hmm. and some reading about how much World War One was preventable even after like even with all the mm-hmm. crazy alliances and the even the assassination. And there was, like, a solid, like, three weeks of, like, negotiating and people talking and trying to come to a solution. Mm-hmm. And so many of them 
so many of them basically going like we could totally stop this but like they this guy won't listen or mm-hmm. like i i literally have to or i will just get fired and someone who will do the thing will mm-hmm. do it like or, yeah. like you know like like levels of just uh. like of like the the like ma- the machine that had been built up, uh-huh, just like, w- like... W- would not like let things go, even uh-huh. though people didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like like the the leaders and the diplomats in charge were like, I don't want to fight, and like it would not let the the just the the complex that had been the web that had been built up just could not not let it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems that's uh yeah, and then and then we had World War Two where it was like, hey, this is guy. It's he's obviously very bad. bad. He's a very Let's bad just man. Beat up on this guy, and then and we'll... also these other guys over here—they're doing bad things in Asia. We kind of care about that as well. I guess we'll make sure we dare. Oh, they hurt us now. Now we definitely want to stop yes, them. Totally. Uh, yeah, but oh, but the other big thing about this, so, this yeah, this, this, this. Oh wait, the other thing is like this is like reading off of a famous poem. This is just, yeah, mm-hmm. I should say what this trailer is. It's like it's like all this like kind of watercolor style art. Bandai Namco is publishing this. It's like this guy, this British guy, reading off a very famous trailer of um, um, Flanders Fields, uh, which you can look up about, which is about World War One. I, I think written during World War One, um, and it just shows a trench and some shots of the trench kind of changing over time, and then it goes into a field, and you see all the old poppies blooming just from the poem. That's it. The thing that you're gonna say, Ricardo, the thing that we noticed that was odd is it's being co-developed by Ardman, the studio behind know. Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run, and then flushed away, flushed away, and the new one with number... the cavemen that no one watched. Yeah, what was it? What was that called? I don't actually remember. Is I... Cavemen? Something about the Bronze Age or something? Yes, like that? that sounds. I don't remember. Early man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it looked interesting. Uh, Ten thousand BC. Yes, that's what it was. Um, so that is yeah. weird. That's... It just doesn't it doesn't show us anything about what the game is. Yeah. but that seems. Are really... you? Do you think? Yes. That they are just like going to use their cinematic stylings and whatnot in in co developing on this game, or do you think all the characters are going to look like Wallace and Gromit <laughs> characters? <laughs> <laughs> that was really undercut. I know. I was gonna say that. Like trailer. Yeah, that would, that would really... be a really. Um, in any other, I feel, I feel like for any other subject matter, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it would just be. It's just like same like opening shots of the game are still the same like like painted somber piano music hmm. narration over the top, and then like the first character pops into frame and is like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of cheese and crackers, so I'm going to have this hard tack. And then, and then there's a dog that just goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm to, but until they show an actual human being in this, I'm going to be very curious. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like they're not. I feel like this. I'm not sure how big of a game this will be in the first place. This seems to me like it's going to be the sort of game that's much more story focused. Like the fact that it's called Eleven Eleven Memories Retold makes me wonder if this will be like an interactive piece of fiction mm, as opposed, yeah, like, more so than some sort of grand. Like here's some like real could, story. Like, here's some be... like here's some 
Here's some true stories or some actual, yeah, you like know, maybe like, like a walking simulator or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. All right, last, last we have Hyper Sentinel. Hyper Sentinel. So this um, is a, after all some very thoughtful trailers and stuff. This is just a big shoot 'em up game back like a uh, score attack, very small field. You're flying around a spaceship, shooting up uh, all manner of. Alien nasty, alien and robot nasties, and it's a very simple pixelated art style. Uh, so th- that's pretty much it. Seems like a very simple concept. Game seems fun, but there's not really much to it uh, other than that. That that's hyper sentinel. Uh, what would you say wins the trailer trash this week? Boy, this is tough. You mentioned it earlier, but we actually had a really good week this week. Yeah, there's with, some uh, cool stuff. Some like I'm... even even the stuff that I wasn't like super into just like looked cool. I was gonna or, say, or like... like had a cool style, or or you know like so and a lot of stuff that you hadn't, we hadn't really heard of either. Yeah, yeah, stuff that would caught us by surprise. Uh... Boy, um, I think that. <sighs> Eleven Eleven, I'm like the most interested in. Yeah, the, the trailer was definitely a teaser, and that it didn't really show us anything. Um, Eastward was really cool. I love the way that looked. Love the way it sounded too. Yeah, it yeah. sounded great. I I don't really know much about what it's actually gonna be, but like, um, it yeah. Strange Brigade, Strange Brigade is kind of feels like the game I would most want to play on this. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think I agree too. Is that like. That is the one that I would probably be most likely to buy. Um, or at least, yeah, or at least check out. And then Bumbo's just baffling. Yeah, Bumbo was fine. I, I definitely like the cardboard look. It reminds me of Paper Mario. Rip. <laughs> that game series is not dead. You it's just refuse to play the new iterations it's been, of it. It's been dead for years. All right. Uh, hmm. What if, wait, what if they make... Paper Mario game and they use Lavo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they factor Lavo in <laughs> to Paper Mario. Uh, what have people been? Say- I mean, I guess it's gonna get off topic, but what have people been yeah, saying about fine. Lavo? People like, have been saying it's it's, it's a neat it's, toy, is what I've been hearing. Yeah, because it's been uh, out for a while. I was just did from- you hear? Did you hear the hot jams that uh, Austin Walker retweeted? No, oh, I will. I'll find. I just for you do real quick, remember but- like. Seeing somebody like, uh, oh, what was it that they played like on the piano? They played like something on the piano, and I was like, huh, cute. And then, and then like the first comment under it was like, the delay on the keys to the playing is awful. Uh-oh. Like, and I'm just like, dude. You're playing a fucking yeah, piano a on, toy, and you're playing a piano a with a, without a cardboard on a Nintendo Switch. Like, it, it seems God. to be the exact kind of thing I thought it would be, which is like a very, very, very specific thing. Oh gosh! For take, uh, take <laughs> this is an unrelated some, thing. Take you <laughs> Goku um, sucks. Fucking Goku! Don't turn around, <laughs> Goku, motherfucker! What are you doing? Keep walking, idiot! Did he shoot Frieza with a healing gas or something? Okay, some bonus energy. Fucking idiot! 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 Kill him! <laughs> Leave the planet, Goku! Fucking dipshit! Now Frieza is fl- a floating upper half. Okay. That's really good. <laughs> Leave the planet, idiot. 
Idiot. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Here's the... Uh, I think I'm gonna say here's the actual here's the actual hot jams that I posted. Right, I will also see. post them into the uh, into the uh, into the post for this on pixelwedges.com. You will, can check them out you there. You know what? I will listen to this after. Yes. Figure out. Let's do that. Trash. Uh, I'm gonna actually say uh, fuck. There's only two of us, so it's kind of hard. We kind of have to come to a consensus. We kind of come to because you know what? I like this. It forces us to you know to um. No man, the machine is like, already got a place that you know <laughs> this, this is gonna lead to conflict either way. You know, if I just say strange brigade, you know, you're just gonna. Wait, like, no. Here's here's a more strategic thing. If we if we if we split the vote, then they both win. And we get to both vote for them at the end, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Because um, there's two... Because, frankly, there's... I I dislike I dislike Ethan's system of voting for the best trailer trash of the year because, just like in real politics, first-past-the-post system, you get one week with a bunch of good trailers, and one of them wins, and you get a bunch, mm-hmm. a bunch of garbage trailers, and one of them wins, you're and they right. both end up going against each other, and, and the good, good trailers you left behind... get left behind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Well... Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Eastward. How that look cool? I think I'm gonna go with Strange Brigade. All right, I like it. Those are our two winners this week as we game the system. Um, cool. I forgot to think of a good uh, name for this uh, this podcast while we uh, while we were recording. Usually something stands out while we talk, but I. And something probably did, but I forgot everything. Man, so it's time to wrap it up, I guess. I suppose. What? Thank you all for listening. Yeah, take us home. Uh, we're gonna go, and you can't watch this one because we didn't stream it. But uh, if you wanted to listen to it, you can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can go to pixelwatches dot com for a link there. We it's pixelwatches with one L. Uh, we will have uh this story. All of our trailer trashes will be listed on there for you. All the news stories. Our bonus Nintendo Labo Hot Jams. And, uh, yeah, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a review. We'd definitely appreciate it. Next week, Ethan will be back. I will be here. Ricardo, you will not be oh, here. I will not. Because, because as, the, as per the rules in our Constitution, when one of us, when one of us yeah. leaves for one week, the others must also leave yes. <laughs> for the following uh-huh. weeks um, individually. So we will keep this train going with another two-person stream. It's going to be great. It's a revolving door. You never know who's going to come out the other side. Uh, Who knows? Maybe someone brand new. Maybe Anders will be back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like whenever we're naming somebody else, it's just going to always be Anders. I mean, I may have listened to the podcast from last week. It could be be Brent. No, it's never going to ever be Brandon ever again. (laughs) (laughs) one One time he did buy Taco Bell and hang out outside of our door for 30 minutes while we recorded a podcast. That was a good time. <laughs> we didn't even know he was good time. That was also a very ridiculous thing that he did. Brandon, yeah. if you listen to this episode, tell us, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> why did you do it? Alright, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch us next week for more video game and other non-video game related nonsense. And how many people can't get on your pants?